Welcome to the Redeemer Podcast. I'm your host, Zach, and today we are going to be discussing Redeemer's English program. I am joined by fourth-year students, Arissa and Catherine, to talk about their experiences in the program and what opportunities they have looking to the future. If this is your first time here, make sure to like and subscribe, share this episode with a friend, and check out some of our other episodes that explore various aspects of Redeemer, Christian education, and so much more. Thank you for making us part of your day. And with that, here we go. Talking about the English program, I got Arissa here. Arissa, how are you? I'm good, Zach. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, I'm doing it. And I got Catherine here. Catherine, are you ready to talk some English? Yes, I definitely am. Yeah, and, and for those of you who are maybe wondering, like, oh, are they just going to talk in English the whole episode? Yes, but we're also going to be talking about the English program. And yes, I wanted to make that joke the moment I realized we were doing this episode. That being said, let's start with uh, start with this. Is um, Could I get you each to introduce yourselves, what year of studying you're in, and why did you choose Redeemer? You know, Why did you choose to study English at Redeemer? And Arissa, we'll start with you. Okay. Yeah. So my name's Arissa. Um, I'm in my fourth year now. Um, and why I chose to study English at Redeemer. Um, so the initial draw came from the fact that Redeemer had a program that sent students to Oxford. Um, and while I was researching schools in the area that had similar programs, I just found that Redeemer's was the cheapest. Um, and from the sounds of it, students had the best experience with this Oxford program. Um, and so because I really wanted to have that as part of my English education, that was my biggest focus in choosing schools with an English department. So I actually never ended up doing that Oxford program, which is kind of funny considering that was the reason I came to Redeemer. Um, Interesting. But I have enjoyed my education here at Redeemer regardless, so <laughs> would recommend. <laughs> Okay, interesting. We'll, we'll we'll dive a little bit more into that. But Catherine, could you introduce introduce yourself? Yeah. So my name is Catherine Wickring. I'm also in my fourth year, and I'm studying English literature, and I'm also majoring in history. So that's just been a nice combination. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the reason I came to Redeemer it feels like a long time ago now, looking back, but. Um, it was really, it was funny because growing up, I actually didn't think I was going to come to Redeemer, didn't think I was going to do English at Redeemer. I wanted to do English in um, grade 11 and 12. I knew that was my goal, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to Redeemer because everyone had told me when I was little, that's where you should go. And I just thought, no, I'm not going to go there. So <laughs> I actually had an on-campus visit with my mom and um, mm. she was like, just try it. Just come, just come and see at least. And then we came and I sat down with an admissions counselor and she talked through the English program and I fell in love. I was just like, this sounds, the courses sound amazing. And then it was really the Oxford program that clinched it for me because I'd been to England the year before with my family and actually to Oxford in specific. And so the idea of actually going, being able to go back to Oxford and study there was just like, this feels perfect. It felt like God had really aligned things for me in that way too. So just like this, this must be right. So that's really why after they said that, I got in the car and was like, you know what, I'm going to Redeemer. I didn't apply anywhere else. And that's that's what ended up happening. So, Cool. Wow. Very, very cool. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm curious, we're, we're going to dive a little bit more into the Oxford program and, and maybe that's a good segue to that. So mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's before we go into that, let's let's start with, OK, what has the program experience been like from first year you know, English program to now fourth year? And now I also I also should say there's different streams of the English program, right? There's the literature stream and then there's the writing stream. And Arissa, which stream are you in? 
Yeah, sorry, I should have specified English literature as well. Literature. And then Catherine, are you in the writing or? I'm in oh. literature as well, actually. Oh, you're both in literature. Okay, no, that, that's totally cool. That's, that's totally cool. But could you guys maybe speak to what are the differences between the two streams in you know in, in your experience? Yeah, and I'll taken, start with you, Catherine. Um, actually, oh, sorry, it's okay. I've taken so, some uh, classes from both streams before, so English and or sorry, literature and writing, um, and just like in terms of your workload, obviously your writing classes are a lot more focused on growing you as a writer. So if you're in a creative writing class, you're going to be writing a short story like every week, trying to practice mm -hmm. developing your imagination. Whereas if you're in a literature class, we'll be reading. Um, some short story or novel every week. So your workload is very different. It's just in terms of writing or reading, but both are very focused on what you read um, to turn you into a person who reads and writes well. So they both very much connect in that capacity. Cool. Yeah, I would say something. Yeah, I would say something really similar. Um, they really complement each other, first of all. Like, we always say, like, to be a good writer, you have to be a good reader. To be a good reader, you have to be a decently good writer, usually, too. Um, and I have I have a few roommates who are in the writing stream, and, yeah, they spend most of the time. Um, like, they are writing all the time. They're writing short stories throughout the week. They write often, like, three or, three or four things during the week. It's, it's a lot of writing, definitely. And they're often creative works, too. Um, but being in literature is much more like we're diving into the text. We're more doing like critical analysis of the text. And yeah, you're just spending most of your time reading instead. Um, but yeah, you definitely overlap quite a bit. And like we've taken writing courses too. And that's so helpful because I've grown like in my ability to read from also knowing how to write better as well. So it's, they really complement each other super well. That's really cool. Yeah. And, and so on, on that note, could, how has the program like – changed your approach to English as a discipline of study starting from first year to where you are now at fourth year and Catherine we will start with you on this one yeah that's a really good question um I think coming in first year um everything felt so new um it was just like taking in you start with really intro classes just like getting into poetry and drama and then also in fiction and it's just you know really general and you just start that way and that was just, it just opened the door for me in a sense, because it was just reading all these different texts from just all over time periods and everything too. So that was, that was really great. Um, but then I would say as like the years went on, it was really good because um, they also introduced more theory too. So you get more like secondary criticism on your, on the literature too. But that was, it was helpful that they didn't start that way because the theory and everything can sometimes be like a bit out there and you don't always agree with it necessarily or the secondary criticism is from different perspectives and maybe you don't always agree with the perspectives and that's that's good but you by that point it's more in your third year and you're learning to engage with it more and you've already gotten that strong perspective of just doing the primary texts and you've heard your professor's perspectives from a Christian perspective by that point so you feel like you're decently grounded before you start getting into more of the theory and the like outside of the primary text and you have your own almost way of doing literature by that point. So you can really critically look at how other people do literature too, without just taking it all in because you're just, you're just reading it all. So that was definitely really helpful. And I feel like by that point now, like looking at like fourth year literature, I feel like I'm really grounded in both 
primary texts, both reading just actual the books, the poetry, but then also have these different perspectives that I'm able to engage with too. And I think that's been one of the huge things just growing in that and like feeling like I've been expanded through that in so many ways. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's, that is, you did a really good job summarizing your, your four years there. <laughs> kind of where you got to, but, uh, Arissa, do you have anything to add kind of based on, on your experiences? Yeah. So I think my experience would be very similar. Um, just coming into Redeemer as like <laughs> just this little, little grade to X grade 12 student. I only knew that I wanted to read a lot. Um, because I wanted to be shaped by like the classics that had shaped like thousands and millions of people before me, right? Um, but I didn't really have a sense of what direction I wanted to be shaped or anything either. So the profs introduce you to like stuff like Shakespeare um, that's like very foundational to our culture um, and then start introducing you to like theories and stuff like Catherine was saying. So I, because I came in with this idea that I wanted to be shaped by the literature that I was reading, um, I was really helped by the theories that we were introduced to along the way as well, because then I got to kind of discern like, oh yes, I want to be formed by this, but in what mold, like what theories are going to help me to understand this text the best to turn me into the kind of person that I want to be. And then along the way, um, just because Redeemer is so small, you end up having so many of the same profs over and over. So you get this really cool relationship with them where they see the areas where you want to know more or are struggling in and will like guide you through those so that as the texts get harder um, and the read like the readings get more complicated, the profs know you by that point and are willing to like walk through that personally with you as well. Um, so yeah, just kind of the journey from the beginning of Redeemer, just like voraciously reading everything to now <laughs> understanding how to read and what questions to approach a text with. Um, has, yeah, I think that's probably been my journey as a literature student at Redeemer. <laughs> wow, that's a fantastic journey. Thank you for sharing, both of you. Wow, that, okay, no, I, I, well, it, and maybe we'll just dive into that a little bit more. Have there been, you know, you guys did a great job of, of summarizing kind of your experiences, but have there been a, you know, a favorite part of the program or, or a favorite course specifically in the program that jump out to you? I'll start with you, Arissa. Um, last year, I got to take a Lewis and Tolkien course um, with Dr. Jolfs. So future English students, if you can take that course, I highly recommend. Um, Dr. Jolfs is just so passionate about both Lewis and Tolkien. And it's really cool reading um, these two Christian authors in juxtaposition with each other from an in or from a Christian perspective. Um, so you get to fully dive into the biblical meanings behind all of their works, as opposed to just looking at it um, from an arbitrarily English literature standpoint. You get to see like the reasons why they wrote the things that they wrote and why they cared so much about it. Um, and also, like we just read Lord of the Rings and got to nerd out about that for two or cool. two months. So I think mean, we wouldn't want to do that, right? So, yeah, that was 100% my favorite course I've taken. And Catherine, yourself? Yeah, um, I would say like in general, first year coming in, both of the intro courses, I just, I think because I was brand new at that point, it was so exciting to come in and it was just like intro to poetry and drama and then intro to fiction. And I remember just sitting at my desk um, in the same dorm room and just being like, wow, like I get to read books I've always wanted to read and this is school. And it was just like so exciting. We were reading like Northanger Abbey by Jane Austen and like G.K. Chesterton. And 
I just remember being like, they're expressing things that I've always like thought and felt, but never actually expressed myself. And that was so exciting. But I think like specific course wise, I think um, Dr. Faber's romanticism class. So covering the romantic poets, that was amazing. I love that. I love the romantic poets. So it was just so special to be like go through and go in depth. And it's really neat as like you progress through the years, you get to go more and more into like specialized areas as like Arissa took like the um, Tolkien and Lewis, like that's so like specialized. And it's so fun to get to that point where you're really diving in deep. Um, so probably that course. And then also um, Dr. Dielman's Victorian literature class. It was very similar. And it was just really neat to go really in depth. And she actually had us, this is just kind of a neat side project she did, but she had us go and do um, a Victorian salon. So she actually had us go into the president's house at Redeemer and sit in um, just like the living room there. And we just did different presentations on poetry and prose. And we just read aloud to each other as if we're in this Victorian salon. And it was just a recreation of like history and literature and it's just really neat to see how the professors intentionally do that to make your experience yeah. actually almost like reliving parts of history and literature. So it was really cool. That is really cool. I had no idea that was something that happened in the English program. That's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, very cool. And maybe Catherine, I'll, I'll maybe segue a little bit too, because often when I'm talking to prospective students about the English program, they often will ask me about the Oxford program. And so could you maybe talk about when did you do that program and could you just speak to your experience in that program? Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So I did it. So it's a year ago now, not quite a year ago, almost a year ago now that I left. Um, so it was second semester. So winter term of my third year. And that's when most people do it though. I have a bunch of friends who are fourth year this year and they're going to, so it doesn't, it can be later as well. But yeah, so you it's it's a program that runs from January till April, um, usually like mid January. So after Christmas, you leave and then you come back early April. And yeah, so pretty much you are um, you're studying through Crandall University, which is in Nova Scotia and um, or sorry, New Brunswick. And you are you're studying through them and you're placed in Oxford and you live with um, a homestay family in a nearby little town near Oxford. So you're living in the Cotswolds, which is just these idyllic little English towns. So it's just beautiful. You're out in the countryside. And then every day you take the train into Oxford and you're able to just have classes there with um, so Oxford tutors, which are their professors. And you just, yeah, you're able to sit in on classes with them and you write multiple assignments for them. And that's pretty much your class style, that structure. And then after classes in the morning and in the afternoon, then you spend the rest of the day usually in the libraries in Oxford. And yeah, and you just, you get to just take in the, like the literary landscape there, the intellectual landscape. It's, it's absolutely like it's, it was really transformational for me. Definitely. It was such a wonderful experience. Um, during midterm break, you get about a week off and you just are encouraged to just go travel wherever you want to, either in England or Europe. And I got to go to like the south of France, the north of Italy with a roommate who was there. Um, and that was just so neat. I think the entire program, one of the biggest takeaways was just that it expanded me as a person because I was being like stretched to learn in a completely different environment. And um, one that was just like so beautiful and so like historical and literary. You're walking around corners that C.S. Lewis is walking around and Tolkien and you're seeing a pub that Lewis had sat in a pub before or you were going into all these different museums and it felt like my um, my education and like the reality of 
like lived experiences came together and I was actually able to like live in the books that I'd read about and it was just yeah it was phenomenal I would recommend it so so highly it was so good that sounds like a phenomenal opportunity and you know thank, thank you for sharing your experience and Arissa could could I maybe dive into I know we I, I sent this to you in the email but are there any specific stories or memories from from your time in the program that kind of jump out to you in kind of a, a similar transformational way? Oh, um, okay. So the one that I can think of is I took this course called Children's Literature with Dr. Faber, um, mm-hmm. where we read stuff like Winnie the Pooh um, or Alice in Wonderland, just these classic stories that you heard growing up as a kid. Um, and probably shaped you without you being aware of it. Um, And we just really got to dive into the author's intentions as they wrote those, who they wrote them for, um, the time periods, like what was happening in the world at that time that inspired them to write these stories. Um, And so I remember specifically when we were talking about Winnie the Pooh, (laughs) um, I just hadn't really thought about the author before as he wrote this story. So he wrote it based off of his son who had a friendship with this bear at a local zoo. Um, This might be a familiar story for some people, but (laughs) um, so this author was watching his son interact with this bear and just saw a story there. Um, And I remember just thinking like, whoa, that's so cool that you can make stories out of anything. Like anything can be an inspiration Mm -hmm. for stories. Um, and then he went on to write the entirety of Winnie the Pooh um, based off of his son's interactions with his stuffed animals. Um, but originally, these books weren't written for children. They were actually written for adults um, to see the various ways that we interact with the world based off of like how our minds work. And there's a lot of like psychological elements in it as well. Um, but yeah, I was just so impressed with the power of storytelling. Um, and Mm. how you could really take absolutely any avenue to share your perspective with the world Mm. and to tell what's most important to you and also just the way that storytelling connects us together so much. Like, if you think about how many kids have read or watched Winnie the Pooh um, across, like, generations of people, we all have this, like, little small thing in common, right? Um, And it means different things to you as you grow up. And so you get to progress with these stories that were written at one static time, um, but now have expanded to cover so much area of time and life. And yeah, I don't know. So (laughs) that moment just really blew me away with the power of storytelling and literature and how just cool it is that we get to just study that and, and kind of be connected with the rest of the world through that. That was my absolutely wow transformation no, That is transformation. That's incredible. Wow. No, and, and you know, I, we could do a whole podcast episode on that alone, right? That you know, the, how we're connected to your story. Um, but talking about the English program here, let's let's dive into this. This is something that I at times. You know, when when I'm talking to people about the English program, or, or a student asks me questions about it. How would I, I'm I'm curious to see what you guys describe it as? Because what does studying English at a Christian university look like? Like, and, and if I can rephrase that, is having a Christian worldview in the classroom 
when you're, you know, studying, you know, Tolkien or Lewis or Winnie the Pooh or what, you know, when you're uh, studying poetry or literature or, or even creatively writing, how does having a Christian worldview impact your education in that regards? And Catherine, we'll maybe start with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I make it such a good question because it's one of the most important questions that you can ask here at Redeemer, especially. Um, but I would say one of the biggest things is that um, in the classroom and I think individually too, as we're writing our essays and interacting with literature is that you're always approaching it from a context of like placing, you know, all the stories you read. So whether it's, you know, Mrs. Dalloway or it's Far From the Madding Crowd or whatever you're reading, you're placing it, these little stories that humans have written within the big story of creation, fall, redemption. So the biblical story and you're really, you're framing it in that sense. And I think that's just so, so helpful because even when you're looking at really difficult literature, so right now I'm in a British literature class that runs from 1900 to 1950 and we're reading um, T.S. Eliot, The Wasteland. Um, and if you know that poem, and I didn't know it before I went into this class, but it's a really dark poem. It's just pretty much about how horrible life was following um, World War One and just the internal experience of that and how it was just devastating and the world felt like a wasteland. And to read that and a lot of it is ugly and it's just broken and it's so sad. And I think it's easy as Christians to be like, there's nothing good in this. Like how, how can we even interact with this? This is, there's nothing here. But when you put it within creation, fall, redemption, you start to realize that, well, even when it's like we're, we're interacting with bleakness and darkness, it's not something to throw away, but you actually want to engage with it more because um, these authors are showing like the reality of the human condition. And it's one that we, realize as Christians that we're fallen and that we're broken. And even if they don't see the light, they're so often showing they're longing for some sort of light. They're longing for a savior. They're longing for a healing to their brokenness. And I think that for me has been like so important to realize that all of literature shows that. And and our professors really guide us to see that they don't, it's not a trivial sort of, well, this vile passage will apply. So the way you look at literature or it's not just, yeah, this weird, sort of weird, like disconnect. It's just fundamental to the way we look at literature in class is that we look at it with a sort of empathy and desire to hear what these authors are saying um, because they are living within the same story that we are, even if they're on a different side, kind of. Um, and I think that's just like, I've grown in my faith so much through that because as I, you know, I'm able to kind of experience the longing of their hearts, even if they're longing for things that maybe aren't good, you can kind of see that they're ultimately longing for God and they're desiring him because they're trying to fill up what's lacking there in a sense. And that's, I mean, that's been so affirming for my faith. And I feel like I've grown so much through that. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that Redeemer so much emphasized that from year one and really helps you to like build that foundation so that you can take on literature and even in going to Oxford and being able to, with non-Christian professors and tutors there, then to still have that individually, having grown that way and to be able to approach literature, literature still from that perspective has just been so helpful. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Arissa, any, anything to, to to kind of piggyback on that? Yeah, I agree with Catherine 100% on everything she just said. And then I would just add also that I think that um, here at Redeemer, there's a huge value on reading with compassion and understanding as you mm. read, um, especially more difficult texts. Like, for example, I took a post-colonial literature class, and it wasn't just to understand um, how authors in a post-colonial time period talk about the world, 
It was also to understand how they feel about the world and how we as Christians can then interact with them and speak hope into um, a world that has been broken by colonial or colonialization. So yeah, just that huge emphasis on um, seeing the good in people in general and then being able to share that outside of the classroom too through the literature that other people have written um, and doing all of that with empathy um, because we're all writing and reading from very different situations. Um, so yeah, just this like overarching narrative of not only how can we see Jesus in the text, but how can we exemplify Jesus as we read the texts? Hmm. Oh, beautiful. Well, that. Well, thank you both for for sharing those, those experiences, and and we'll, we'll maybe kind of kind of we're we're coming to a close here, but I do want to ask you guys. You know, a lot of you know people are interested in studying English. I'm sure there's a lot of different reasons. You know, you guys are an example of you know different reasons to, for studying a similar program or the same program, but. What advice would you have for high school students or, or maybe transfer students that are considering studying English at Redeemer? And Arissa, we'll start with you on this one. I know, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough question. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> I would say that just personally, Redeemer has been an excellent place to study literature. Um, just because of what I was talking about before, being able to read compassionately. Um, mm -hmm. But then in terms of advice is that you, you don't need to know um, <laughs> who you want to read or who you want to become or who you want to be shaped by as you're coming into Redeemer. Um, because as an English literature student, your profs, they've shaped this program to show you the English world as much as possible so you you just need to start at level zero and they will introduce you to the rest. So you don't need to be worried about what you have read or haven't already. Um, because the profs will introduce you to everything that they see as valuable and will very clearly explain to you why it is valuable um, in your transformation as um, a Christian studying English. So yeah, my advice is just like, don't be scared. <laughs> I guess you know what and, you're doing. And, and just before we go to Catherine, I will say that's really good advice because, you know, it, it can be intimidating if you're, you know, if you hear your know, students such as yourselves or professors name dropping all of these authors that, you know, aren't necessarily even alive today. And you're like, oh, I've never read anything. I didn't know that person existed. Right. <laughs> and so to not have that fear, that's that's really great advice. Yeah. But Catherine, yeah, English and, literature and, and, is a huge world, but absolutely, absolutely. give you such a good handle on it. <laughs> That, no, that's great advice. Um, Catherine, yourself, any, any advice for prospective students? Yeah, well, I would say, Arissa, that was such a good point of advice because I remember feeling daunted when I came in being like, I don't like, I haven't done enough. I'm going to go in. There's going to be these, you know, literature buffs that know everything you've read, everything. But you come in and you just, yeah, you do start from base zero and you just, yeah, coming in with that sense is not bad. But I would say just first of all, if you are thinking about applying, like, if you're passionate about literature and or you're passionate about writing, just like do apply. Like it's really, it's amazing. Um, I would say I love literature far more having studied at Redeemer than I probably would have if I had studied at a secular university, especially yeah, as a Christian. I, I do love literature, I think far more because of Redeemer than I would have anywhere else. And I think 
if you, yeah, if you're passionate, then definitely do apply because it's been so amazing. It's been very transformational, but I would say in terms of like specific advice, um, coming in, just have really an open posture of just like wanting to take it in and just like, just having almost an open heart to whatever, you know, whatever course you do and just to be ready to be challenged in a sense. Um, but to grow in that and to like ask good questions and to just, yeah, to have a really open perspective and just to be ready to have like awe and wonder at what you are reading and writing and excitement for that. And I think that's the biggest thing coming in. If you can have that, then that's, yeah, that would be amazing. And we need more people like that coming to Redeemer. So, yeah. That's fantastic. So essentially you're saying if you're considering applying, you should apply and, you know, don't, don't, don't let fear hold you back and then, you know, figure it out along the way. Yeah. Okay. And I've appreciated both of you sharing it. I don't know if you guys realize this, but you've done a fantastic job sharing your journey from your first year and then how, you know, literature has essentially transformed your your worldview combined with your faith all in one. And so that that's a really interesting perspective to that. And I, I kind of want to just, you know, end off with saying, do you mind me asking, what do you hope to do in the future? I, I know you're in fourth year, you have exams coming up uh, for this mm -hmm. semester, then your final semester, which I'm sure is crazy to think about, but any idea what, what might be happening next? And Catherine, we can, we can start with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's crazy to think about. I know Arrest and I have talked about this as well, but you know, you come to fourth year and you're like, okay, now I have to figure out what goes beyond Redeemer kind of. Um, and my plan has always um, been to become a teacher. Um, so cool. to use English and history to do that. So I'm still planning on doing that. I might first, right now I'm currently applying to um, master's programs in the area um, and also abroad a little bit. And so I'm applying to master's in English literature and I'm hoping maybe to do a one year if that works out in English literature as a master's. And then after that to do a one year fast tracked um, teacher certificate program and then become a teacher after that. So yeah, that's the plan for now. We'll kind of see where God leads, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. And Arissa yourself. Yeah. So I, I have a double major in politics. And so I've always wanted to combine um, these two majors together into journalism of sorts. So right now I'm looking at moving abroad. Um, and then either acting as like a blogger slash um, media person for um, NGOs abroad or working as a freelance journalist for the next year or so. So it's pretty up in the cool. air, but I want to combine writing with politics in some substantial way. So, yeah. That's fantastic. And, and, and I think that, you know, sometimes people forget that like, in, in today's society, there's so many opportunities that come with knowing how to write well, knowing how to interpret literature well. And it sounds like both of you are being set up for success in that regard. So, you know, blessings on you both as you prepare for those endeavors. Uh, that being said, we're that we've this has been a lot of fun this has been awesome thank you both for for coming on and lending your experience here and uh, if you are interested in applying to the english program or any program at redeemer check out our website redeemer.ca and if you want more information you can always email us at admissions at redeemer.ca feel free to check out some of our other episodes if you want to uh, touch base with our admissions department we're we're happy to connect that being said, well, God bless, and we will see you in the next episode.